was and, and how this happened to you because people want to see their, their families turn out for God. They want to see their children serve God. They want, they want that. They, they, they want, I don't know that, that everybody wants their children to be in full-time service, and I, I don't think all of them are supposed to be. But, but I'm just saying that they'll look and say, how did this happen? And I, I, I believe with all my heart it's just a simple, childlike faith and obedience to God. And just don't try to overthink it. Just God says it, I believe it, that settles it. And as people say, God says that, that settles it. But I'll be honest with you, unless you believe it, it hadn't settled it in your heart. Now this means, this, means this, this simple plan means yielding to his spirit who teaches and directs us. So God says, if you want to be in simple submission and subjection to me, he says, number one, uh, you got to understand it's subjection to God and it's simple obedience to the word of God and it's yielding to the spirit of God. Do you understand that, that God, the spirit of God will never take you outside the word of God, but the spirit of God sometimes will impress upon your heart that it's time to do something that God is directing you to do. Sometimes he'll just say, it's time. Sometimes he'll say, uh-uh, don't go through that door. And can I tell you, if God ever shuts a door, don't push it open. Now this, it means living and dying, believing and living, not my will, but thine be done. That's really all it comes down to is where you just say about everything that comes in your life, not my will, but thine be done. Now, Folks, honestly, this when I'm, I'm preaching tonight, what I'm gonna tie this in to this morning, and I believe if you'll get it, it'll help you and be a blessing. Submitting to God means humbling ourselves before God. You know, you you don't you don't submit to anyone until you humble yourself, because nobody submits to anybody so long as pride is in control. So Satan, now listen, Satan is clearly full of pride. He began his rebellion with these words from Isaiah. Isaiah 14, 12 and 14 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? So God says, How did it happen to you, Lucifer? How did you fall? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weakest, weaken the nations? For thou hast said, here's how he did it. Here's how he fell. He said, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be, uh, I will be like the most high. It was just Total pride, Satan, uh, that's Satan. He is the, the fulfillment of pride. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. Number one, we submit to God, for in submission and subjection, we find God's strength and power. Until we submit to God, we don't find God's strength and power. God giveth more grace to the one who submits to him. He will work through us if we are a willing vessel. Now, Satan came to man in pride and used the pride of man against him. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 5 says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And listen, And the serpent said unto the woman, 
ye shall not surely die. He thought he knew more than God. He, he, he was superior to God. He, and, and you know what Satan did? Satan, in his pride, he used what his great tool is against man. He went after man, and, and because he said right after that, he says, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. He reached down to the heart of man right here, the first sin, to reach down to the pride of man. Satan the creature of pride reached down to the pride of man. Our text passage tells us that God resists the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Now, I'm, still, I'm going somewhere trying to lay this foundation. Since Satan is clearly full of pride, watch this. God resists Satan because God resists the proud. And, and Satan is fulfillment of pride. And so God resists Satan. You say, well, of course he does. Okay, but, but I think if we just, it's a statement that I think if we put it together here in a second, it make more sense. If we need to resist Satan, we must do it through the power and strength of God. God resists the proud. Satan is proud. God resists Satan. If we're going to resist Satan, we got to do it through God. Now, if we come to God in pride, we have no power to resist the devil. You see, this is how dangerous pride is. If we come to God in pride, I mean, come uh, in pride, come to God in pride, then we have no power to resist the devil because God resists the pride, the proud. God resists Satan because he's the epitome of pride, and we can only resist Satan through God. Now. Therefore, God says, before we can see the devil flee, we must submit or bring ourselves unto subjection. <clears throat> God clearly tells us we must humble ourselves. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6 7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And, and just to throw this verse in at the end, it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Do you understand that if we will do this one simple thing, if we will humble ourselves to God, to the mighty hand of God, he will lift us up when we're under the attack of Satan. God will lift us up and give us the strength to resist Satan. And watch this. When you have God's strength, no matter what you're going through, you can cast all your care upon him before he careth for you. Now, that, lift, that exalt means to lift, us, lift you up. Now, how does he lift you up? By causing the devil to flee. God lifts us up when the devil flees. Do you understand? If you've ever come under the attack of Satan and you have been able to, you've come and you've submitted yourself to God and you resist the devil through God's strength and power. And when Satan flees and backs off you and leaves you alone, can I tell you something? You are lifted up. Amen. You're encouraged. There's, there's, when you've come under attack, folks, when you see that attack, when you see the devil turn away, it's not that you had just endured the attack until he got tired of it. No, I'm talking about where you, but with God's strength and power, he has to flee. I'm telling you, that, that pumps you up. That lifts you up. Now, secondly, we must resist 
we must submit and resist. So first, we've got to submit, which means to subject ourselves to God. Then we must resist. Submit to God and resist the devil. Now watch this. It's, it's such a simple plan. Submit to God and resist the devil. But here's the area of most. And here's the, what happened to most of our loved ones who are astray right now. They resisted God and submitted to the devil. Instead of submitting to God and resisting the devil, they resisted God and submitted to the devil. They didn't understand that, but the moment you resist God, you are submitting to the devil. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, it says, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is a sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. God is looking for obedience. So, I resist Satan through the Word of God. I resist Satan through the Spirit of God. I resist Satan through the armor of God. I resist Satan by knowing the will of God. Now, if I submit and resist, Satan must flee. That's God's word. Amen? Amen. I know I've really got y'all strung out here. Trying to, I'm trying to lay a foundation, a foundation you can't figure out what I'm building. But I am going so. Now, the true point of this message tonight. This morning we talked about those who have been deceived by Satan. Whether we want to say it that way, but if, if our heart was broken that they are wayward, it's because, honestly, they're wayward because they have been deceived by Satan. It wasn't, I don't believe any of them just said, you know what, I, I'm rejecting God and, and I'm going to choose Satan. I don't think they did it at all. Satan came and kept saying to them, yea, hath God said. Yea, hath God said. Is that really want God? Is that really the way God wants to be? The people who uh, treat you that way and call themselves Christian, is that really what Christianity... You know, they, he just caused them to doubt God. Those who yielded as Eve did when Satan said, Yea, hath God said. They're no different. Those who are struggling right now, tonight, with purpose and direction in their lives. Those who are struggling to, uh, to submit to God, they're bound by Satan, but they don't realize that. Because they would say, no, no, I'm not. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing what I believe is, is right. But the truth is, is that that's Satan's lie. He gets us. He that does that which is own, uh, right in his own eyes is not wise. He's a fool. Now, what is the tool that Satan would use to keep our relationship from ever being mended? This is the whole purpose of this message. As I was going through this, I, I, I just I became overwhelmed that, that somebody here in this church is going to have somebody who is wayward is going to come home. I just believe that. I believe God's word. I believe in prayer. I believe it's going to happen. But there's a great danger at that moment when they come. What is the tool that Satan would use to keep our relationship from ever being mended? And very simply, 
the tool is what he is, he will use our pride. You see, it was their pride that took them where they went. It was Satan's pride that deceived them. It was their pride that believed it and took and has taken them to wherever they are. But here's what's going to keep them from coming home fully. It'll be our pride. He will use our pride. Proverbs 13 says, only by pride cometh contention. We cannot eliminate their pride. I understand this. I can't eliminate their pride, but we can keep from fueling the pride if we submit to God. I hope you all understand what I'm saying tonight. It, it, we, we can keep from fueling the pride. See, pride is going to be the enemy when we come back together, when one of them walks in the door, when one of them meets us for lunch, when one of them uh, somewhere is willing to step into the church. It's that point. We can, we can keep from that uh, being a moment where it, it turns into catastrophe if we we will, we will recognize the enemy within us. Pride brings contention, and contention fuels pride. Pride, only by pride cometh contention. And so contention always is there because of pride. And I want you to understand this. It takes pride in both people to make a conflict. If, if pride is only in one, they can, I can't have a conflict with them. I can't. If I say, I'm not God, I'm, I'm dying to this thing of pride, I can't conflict with them. But pride brings contention, and contention, when it comes, all it does is fuel the pride. Pride will only bring destruction. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. If we do not submit to God, our pride may bring the destruction of the one we love. You see, Proverbs 14, 3 says, in the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. You see, the mouth of the foolish is the rod of pride. And I'm not talking about them. I can't do anything about them. But if, if I have one that comes back to my home, if I have somebody that comes back to me, listen, I need to make sure I don't have the rod of pride in my mouth. When we meet the prodigal with the rod of pride in our tongue, we are foolish. If submission and resisting makes Satan flee, I just, this is, I believe, our only hope or the, or the best way to approach this. Isn't it the best way uh, that we could possibly approach a loved one that might return to us? Isn't it the best way to make Satan flee from my loved one, my submission to God and my resistance to Satan? Now, if you understand what I'm saying, if my loved one comes back and, and maybe they're struggling and maybe they're even embarrassed or maybe they're, they're even struggling with even why they've showed up here. They're not sure why and they're not looking at you saying, oh, I was wrong about everything. Maybe they're even trying to defend themselves. At that moment, let me beg you, that moment you need to yield to God, submit to God. Submit to God and resist 
Satan, the pride that Satan wants to bring to your heart, that pride is not submission to God. So if we truly submit to God, we die to ourselves, and then we resist Satan who's trying to fill our hearts with pride. He's trying to fill our hearts with pride so that we say, well, uh, we come at them and we make some statement at them right when they're in that time. And yes, they'll say things almost to, to see if they can create conflict. Don't let them. Don't let Satan win. Well, I got to tell them what I believe. They already know what you believe. I can't just let them think it's okay. They already know it's not okay. The best way to help my loved one is for me to submit to God and for me to resist Satan. The answer is never to answer, comment, or respond in pride. But answer in submission to God. You say, how, how do I answer in submission to God? God teaches us what kind of words that are supposed to come out of this mouth. We don't need words of pride and contention and attack. It doesn't help anybody. And watch this. And if you cannot answer that way, then wait to answer until you've prayed, until you've submitted. You know, there's sometimes you just shut up. Sometimes you just bite the lip, bite the tongue. You say, well, do I have the right spirit if I'm biting my lip and biting my tongue? Depends on how hard you're biting it. (laughs) Now, do, do I have the right spirit? Probably right now you don't have the total right spirit, so just hold on till you do. Keep it clamped down until you do. There's no in-between. We either submit to God through humility and resist Satan in God's humility. Or we find ourselves resisting God through our pride. And when we resist God through our pride, we are in fact submitting to Satan. So we are in truth right when God has miraculously brought them back. And does anybody understand what I'm saying? I've dealt with these people before, and I've dealt with them where they've, I I kept saying this morning, they, they showed up for a reason. They're here for a reason. They came home for a reason. But when they do, that pride, and Satan's going to nail them with pride every way, and they're going to defend their actions. They're going to try to explain away their actions. They're going to try to tell you that their actions weren't wrong. But why are they here? And we'll think, oh, they're just trying to convince me that they're right. Let me tell you, that's probably not really the truth. Satan has just got them in a stronghold, got them bound, and he's got a hold of their heart. And listen, you've got to love them and get through there and help them get rid of that stronghold. You see... 
we can actually make Satan stronger in their life if we don't react properly to them. Because Satan feeds us pride and Satan feeds on our pride. Contention only fuels pride and pride is Satan's tool And Satan uses that tool for their destruction and our destruction when we continue to fuel the pride through contention. Well, I I just want us to, to pray that God breaks us. I guess this is the culmination of what I'm saying. That as we pray that God will break us as well as break them. That God will break our pride. Is anybody in here other than me human? Anybody here you struggle just wanting when somebody is saying something that you feel like they know I don't believe in that. Yet they're going to be saying it to you. Anybody here struggle at all with that? But coming back with a retaliation and debate, has it ever helped? No, it usually ends up with somebody storming back out the door. But that right there, right now, here's in our thoughts, and and forgive me, but in our pride, what we do is we think, Boy, God, to just break their pride and break their will and break them down. God, you need to do that. They walk in the door. God miraculously somehow brings them back to us. And as soon as we get there, we are so unprepared that the moment they say something, we flare up in pride. And he's won. But we need to, at that moment, we need to be the moment they come in, I'm, I'm going to just challenge you. I'm going to teach you right now. The moment God miraculously brings them home, it may be home for a glass of water. It may be home for a meal. It may be home for a moment. Uh, but when the moment God brings them home, please, I beg you, The moment you see the car pull up, the moment you see them coming to the door, the moment you see them coming in the door, you stop in your heart and mind and say, God, I submit to you. And now with your authority and your power, we're going to resist Satan. And watch this. He's going to flee. Now, if he's got to flee, maybe He'll just have to flee both of us. He's got to flee. I'm not sure why exactly that God uh, directed this, but I guess I'm just, I believe that God's going to bring somebody home. I believe that if we keep praying, somebody's going to come home. Uh, let me just, it, it's, we got one minute to seven, so we're not late. But just, we've done a lot of, of marriage counseling. 
And it's amazing how many times maybe the husband and he's angry at the wife and he's so angry every time they get together he's, he just pushes her away. And it, almost always she's trying to make it right. It can be the reverse. But she's, there's one of them that's wanting to make it right, wanting to make it right, wanting to get right, wanting us to get back together. And the other one's angry, 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 angry in pride and pushing away, pushing away, pushing away. And it'll keep pushing away till finally this one over here who's trying to be make, been trying to make it right finally just says, okay, I'm done. And about that time, this one just flipped, finally said, you know, I've been wrong. I want to make it right. And they say, get out of here, man. I'm done. And that's the cycle that, that Satan wants to get us all in. If he can keep one of us just deep in the pride, then he can keep us in this just circle of torment. But watch this. He can't do that if you submit to God and resist Satan. One side, he's already done, he's already had to flee. So you know what? God's only got to get the hold to the other side. And we can't get something churning if it just, every time it comes this way, it just, it's got no place to go. Because I've submitted to God. And I've resisted Satan. I hope it's, maybe this helped. It's, uh, I just pray that when somebody, whoever it might be, maybe out of that stack of cards, maybe at someone else, but when it happens, please stop in your heart and mind at that moment and say, God, before I utter a word, I submit to you. I submit to you, and at this moment, you and I are going to resist Satan. believing your word is true, that he's got to flee. Father, I pray that you bless. Lord Jesus, I thank